Have you ever, what's an LLC? What's an S Corp? What's a C Corp? So we brought in a specialist that we're going to have talk about that. So first of all, I want to introduce you, Jackie Ellis Trice. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Pastor George. Thank you so much for having me here today. Hmm. I'm excited to be here and just to be able to share information. Um, it's my business. I am the owner of JET Consulting Services. Yeah. And, you know, part of my business and what I do is I want to help other businesses just grow and develop to be all that they can be. Good. So um, my consulting just involves um, making sure that, you know, people have the right legal structure when they're starting their business, that I do capacity building to help them grow their businesses in certain areas. So, and I started I don't know, about 10 years ago, um, 10 years years ago, mainly helping nonprofits, um, local community nonprofits who were wanting to get started or who lost their nonprofit status and needed to be reinstated. Then out of that, I just said, well, if I'm doing this, I might as well start my own company to do that. And you know what's a blessing about that? I've seen your heart and I've seen how you serve so much. And then I've seen how nonprofits and I don't usually use the word nonprofit. I use the term 501c3. Correct. And we do that. I don't use the word small business because it's what someone's business is. Mm-hmm. But how did you go from 501c3 or nonprofit, because we have to do that today, and we're going to say that, to also working with um, uh, for-profit companies? Well, I started um, in serving, actually, with on a board of directors for uh, for a nonprofit organization. But prior to my service, they were not they had lost their 501c3 status. So I did research to um, help them become reinstated, served on their board for like, I don't know, six years or so. And in that, I learned just the ins and outs of how to run a nonprofit and was where was I was able to um, help them do capacity building so that they wouldn't lose their status again and grow as well. And then out of that, um, people knowing that I did that, I got asked the question, well, you know, do you help? for-profit businesses get established and I was like yeah sure I do you know and then again just did a lot of research um, to know how to help people determine what type of entity they needed to be what what their legal formation needed to be right and that's how I got started that's critical Mm -hmm. so um, I'm noticing certain things you said that you well number one we know that you like to serve and also that you've helped people but then you said building capacity which we'll come back to but also what you said is setting up their business structure. So can you tell me what the difference is between an S-Corp, a C-Corp, and now there's that term, LLC. So um, can you tell us what the difference is between those? Between those? Sure. So an LLC is called, the, the letter stand for Limited Liability Corporation. Yep. Okay. And, and, and um, what that is, is it's a legal structure for a business um, that, has certain protections tax wise liability wise that um, you would not necessarily have if you were a C Corp, which is a large corporation or any other type of corporation and then an S Corp. Um, And for the S Corp and the C Corp, one is just really a small business corporation. The other one is kind of a larger business. Um, They have uh, shareholders. They can have shareholders, whereas a LLC would not. Um, and for those, it's also, um, they're not necessarily, um, formation statuses, but tax statuses exactly. for, for those. So here, just to jump in here real yeah. quick and also let, let all of our listeners know that. <laughs> so as far as taxes, uh, we're, we're, you already said you weren't an attorney and no. a tax. No. We're bringing in <laughs> a tax person will be coming in the next few weeks or in the shortly will be coming and we'll be breaking down 
all those tax charges because, mm-hmm. but the assets mean smaller corporations. So it's, it's a pass through. So we'll, we'll have a tax professional come in and do that. And then a C corporation, there's something called double taxation. So, I, so yes. we're not talking about those today, but we just want to make sure you understand how to open up right. and format that. And then also LLC kind of, I want now want to talk about the benefits. Mm-hmm. Of having certain structures and everything like that. Okay. And then I want to walk through them. So what are some benefits of why somebody would do just different particular structures, like why someone would do uh, S corporation? And sorry, I'll take that other. One of them is the tax reasons is, is the, is, is the reason for S corporation. Any other benefits you see to someone doing an S corporation? So, I mean, again, it's just the, ta- it is mainly the tax status right. for those. Um, I, and I think that's really more of it. But that's for it. the LLC, it's more about um, protections yeah. that are offered. Um, for example, um, you know, when if there was just happened to be a, some sort of legal suit, yeah. the entity would be facing the charges and yeah. not so much the individual. Hence the term limited liability. Yes, so limited just to liability. let you know, when we cover those, I want to say now is that now we're seeing a lot of people when we're doing this in the business arena, we're seeing this in their real estate. And I, that's how I first learned about LLCs was when there was a guy going to a partnership where we were going to buy properties and he did it inside of an LLC. And then I learned mm-hmm. those. So we'll go through that. But I see the, I see that from a li- from a liability standpoint. And if I could just share this, there are different types of LLCs. So I just want to share oh. a couple of those. Okay. okay. There's single member LLCs where it's just one person who manages and does all the work. Um, there's the one that you just shared, which is member managed LLC. So you'd be a partnership. And with that, everything is laid out. Like, you know, what each person knows what their role is as a part of the, um, the, the LLC. And it's, it's a bound, you know, legally, um, there's signatures. Everybody knows like exactly what's going to happen in terms of, um, income received everything. Okay. Yeah, and that's so. where it gets in the percentages, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. And then there has to be what's called a managing. Right. A managing partner of right. that. Okay, that's right. right that's right. And then um, the other one that I wanted to share is a domestic versus foreign. And that has nothing to do with like out of the country things. It is that you can have an LLC in one state and have it do work in another state. So, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Gotcha. You guys, I was about to tell everybody to write this down, but I know you guys don't write nothing down. Type that down. Yes. I did not. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. Okay. So those are the main features of the LLC. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, okay. So now can we get to the nitty gritty? Can we get sure. to the nitty gritty? Sure. So how does someone set this up or how do they, how do they do this? So first thing I do with people when I sit down with them is just try to get a vision for what they want to do. Um, and then for me, that helps me to recommend which status they should have. But for the LLC, it starts with, um, you know, what what type of business name do you what name do you want for your business? Some people don't even know that. So you research that once a name is selected, you research that and um, choose a name that, you know, of course, nobody else has. And even with that in in that, when you're filing for that name, um, you can have your name, whatever the business name is. But LLC has to be incorporated in choosing that name. Right. Okay. And then f- yeah, LLC, you put LLC, you know, everybody used to say like that Inc. Now, right. No. You said you want to have LLC. You want to and then, have hey, LLC. Can I, can I tell you something a little bit about and sure. then share this with you guys? You guys see, we always give you nuggets in, in, in set for life. So all the LLCs are things that I've been involved with and also corporations. Sometimes you want to have privacy. Yes. So that you have them. So in the real estate ones, what we did is so we didn't get 10,000 calls or emails is, you know what the name of the LLC was? The address. 
So that way, when someone solicits, they'd say, hello, is, uh, you know, three, two, one, you can lift this there. I'm like, oh, OK, you're calling us because. Uh, and by the way, everybody, that's the, that's the address to the church. By the way, you can come by uh, seven o'clock, nine thirty uh, on Sundays. OK. <laughs> All right. So um, you, you it, it kept a level of privacy. Mm-hmm. And then I also had a broad name on one of my other ones so I could do different things. Yes. So you're not limiting. Like if you say if, if you if, you know what I mean, like if you write down, you know, Phil Electronics, you know what I'm saying? Then you have to be in electronics. electronics. You know what I mean? Like, so just make sure that you, you know, there's some things you want to, there's more to it than just having a name. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh good. Okay. okay. Um, next step would be choosing a registered agent. And, and I just want to say to our viewers and champions, the information I'm giving is strictly for California today. Right. Okay. Um, each state has its own uh, separate way that they do things. Although, what I, what you should also know is that there's state filing information and then IRS information. So typically the IRS information is the same for every state, but how each state processes, um, your, your business entity is different. Right. Okay. So we're, we're talking about also, you gave a disclaimer and I'm going to give a disclaimer on top of your disclaimer. <laughs> so, um, we are talking about California, but I want you to listen. Because if you guys remember, one of the things I talk about is generational wealth. Mm-hmm. So I want your whole family to know what we're doing. So these are good guidelines. In other words, like we go to different states, Texas, Mississippi, shout, shout out your, you know, shout out your city in, 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 in the chat. There's some nuances, but it's basically the same. Like you're going to have to register. And hey, in a minute, she's going to go through. You have to pay fees. There's no state that says it's absolutely free right. to do everything. Okay. So, so these are good guidelines for you, even if you're not in the state of California. I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead. Oh, no. Go. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. So once you select the business name and it's available, it's yours. Um, the next thing you want to do is choose a registered agent. And that person is the person who's going to be, um, the name of the organization when it comes to anything legal. Right. Okay. So, you know, you got to get the person served. Files, that files all the paperwork for you. Yeah. They file all the paperwork and they also, if anything, um, comes up that are legal actions, right. you're going to get served the paperwork. Okay? Right. Right. So, uh, everyone, you can do, you can do it yourself, right? Yep. Or you can have someone do it for you. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Okay. And everyone, we're going to give you both options. We yeah. have to do it. You guys watch all those channels and do it yourself and everything. We're going to have to do it yourself or have someone help you do it. Okay? Okay. Gotcha. Go ahead. Um, then you file what's called the Articles of Organization. And what that does is it lets the state know um, your, the purpose of your your organization. Okay. Right. And then then there's shares and everything? There can be, yes. So again, depending on what type of LLC you decide to start, whether it's single owner or member managed or right. that type of But on of an thing, S Corp yeah. or C Corp though, there's there's there can be shares. There can be, yes. Gotcha. Yes. And then we're not covering this today, but I just want to jump in here and say this. So if you have a corporation of shares, then later on you can talk about how you're going to sell that business or you're going to sell parts of that business mm-hmm. or you may have pieces of that business. But you guys want to also think about that. That's also some stuff that we talked about also with Kevin Super. We talked about we talked about business as well. All right. So the LLC um, in your articles of incorporation, you're going to actually list if it's, again, single owner, member managed or or uh, manager managed. Right. OK. And um, again, that just lets the state know what your your entity type will and be. And then with the S Corp and a C Corp, you call those articles of incorporation. Articles of incorporation. Yes. Inc. Yes. Inc. That's all that. That's where the I just think from. people feel better about it. I that. know. Right. <laughs> I agree. 
I yeah, agree. You know, I, would say, I agree. Yeah, all right. Okay. So then after that, you file what's called an initial statement of information. This is required for the Secretary of State of California yeah. to just let everyone know where your business is located and who the... Who, what, when, where, and why, right? Yeah, that's like What it. your business does. Well, you know. don't even have to put the why. It's just the who and the where, pretty much. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Except for like people, can you please know why you're opening the business prior yeah. to you opening it, though? Please, I'm just asking you for yourself. Don't, <laughs> don't write it down, though. Just type it down, what mm-hmm. the why is. What the why is. The why actually is, they're not asking for that, but I need to know your why because what gets you up in the morning right. to do what you want. Exactly. Because this is going to be work. Mm-hmm. Yes, go ahead. And then there is, depending on if your organization it has a membership, you're preparing a membership ledger and membership certificates. This just lets everybody know who the members are um, by name and then, you know, a little certificate that lets um, the, the agent, I mean, the, the state and federal corporation know who's involved in your organization. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you have to create an operating agreement. And what is this? It's the legal document outlining the ownership and the operating procedures for right. the LLC, you know, which right. is good business practice anyway. Right. So mm-hmm. this should be part of having a business plan regardless mm-hmm. and exactly. saying this is how we operate and everything like that in those areas. So I want to make sure we're doing on these houses so they dovetail together. You guys are also knowing all the business classes we've done. And then also you guys can look at our playlist, uh, building business back better. As you guys always know, there's four aspects to a business for them to grow and doing that. That is marketing, operations, how the business operates. You see how I'm tying, so you say operating agreement, and then new products and services, how you do that, and then some form of a fine, and then your financial dashboard. Mm-hmm. But now you guys seeing how she's, we're weaving this into it, because then we have, if we do all these up front, then we have most of the, most of the information that she's asked for. Yes, go ahead. So I want to share two more things about the operating agreement. Okay, it outlines how the profits and losses are distributed. Okay, so that's really critical, especially when you're talking about others who are involved with it. And then why are these important? It's because it puts everybody on the same page and everybody understands the risks involved. That way, and then also, and later we'll also get into, if there's, say, profits, and then there's losses, Mm -hmm. and then we'll go into what what those forms are, and then what you pay taxes on or and how that works. We're going to cover that at a later show. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really good. Okay, so just a couple more things in the process. After those steps are done, then you apply for your EIN, Employer Identification Number, or Tax ID. Okay. Okay. Is everybody, can you explain what that is? Everybody so everyone kind of knows what that is? That, like, sure, it helps the IRS know <laughs> that you have, um, it's just like, it's a Social Security number for businesses. Thank you. I'll put it that way. Can okay? I translate that for everybody? <laughs> If you go somewhere, and why sometimes we do this as, as a business, and you go somewhere and you say, they say, we're going to give you an I-9. We're going to give you an I-9 and everything like this. Instead of giving everyone your Social Security number and everything, when you have a business, you give them that EIN number, okay? And then also, it's 5222. There's ones that you can tell, you can kind of tell what state somebody is in based on what that EIN number mm-hmm. is and everything like that. And, and in doing it. But that is that also I, I'm saying this from what she's saying is this adds another layer of security. So do you guys see I'm kind of are you guys reading between the lines a little bit of what I'm saying is have a name that's not your name. <laughs> you know what I mean? That you're doing. So later on, when you can sell it, and then you have an EIN number and then that's a that is going to be how that is identified as a company. And that's where the revenue 
and the expenses flows through the EIN number. Okay, I'm coming off of finances and coming right back to you because <laughs> I asked you to process. So just a couple more things about the EIN. Um, it's used also is used for you to be able to open your business bank account. Okay, um, it helps with the filing and managing of the federal and state taxes. Yes. And then it's also needed if you plan on hiring employees. Yep. So you guys understand those, that that's your whole, that's, so, um, I'm going to say it one more way sure. and then, uh, we're done. It's like you're making that business a person. Mm-hmm. Essentially you're making exactly. that, you're making that business a person. That person has a social security number or an EIN. Is that electronic identification number? Yeah, employer identification. Ooh, employer if I would have been right, y'all, I would have jumped up and started running around the room. Because I was like, I'd make that up on the spot. Okay, gotcha. Okay. But, so you have that. It's a person. That means it can operate with, it can operate without you. You see, we talk about being successful in business. I know we're, I'm deviating here, but this is important. Is that you understand you're making this a person because one of the things you want to do to be successful is duplicate yourself. Mm-hmm. So then you can make this, you're just boom. Putting up a business, then you can do that. Then you can start having employees, start having all these things, and then also right. use it for tax service. But then you understand when you go to the bank, and then you don't know, put that out. Ah! Then later on, you guys get you get you get a credit card in that number, or you get visit. And that's how you start getting financing. That's how you start building that that uh corp that building that business, <laughs> building that business. I'm Indeed. sorry, I got excited. That's okay. Go ahead. So there's just two more steps um, in this, and one is receive. Hold on, one more oh, second. Go ahead. You see how everybody should keep me in line? She, she keeps telling me how many steps there's left. In it, I, she's saying, in other words, Pastor George, stop interrupting. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to listen to these two more. We're going to hear these two more steps. I'm sorry, go ahead. So, and, and feel free to jump in on this one. But this one, the next step is to receive spousal consent. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Well, because if, if any members are married, the spouses yeah. need to provide consent, you yep. know, because it's a business. You don't want that tying into your personal, yep. you know, um, finances or anything like that. So that yeah. needs to happen. Even if you are a single member, you still need to do a spousal consent. Yeah, because what happens is, and, and, and you know what this is really good, is this is really good how she's walking through the steps because... I'm seeing them from the other side. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen investment clubs, people own real estate. Then all of a sudden, let's say you, you partner with three other people and one of them gets a divorce. Then they say, you know what? This person is going to become an owner of this mm-hmm. company now. Mm-hmm. If, if that person is 50% owner, now that person is 25. And when someone's married, there's no such thing as one. It's, it's everything is right. together. Right. Right. And in doing it also, right. and, and the, the debts and the profits are also, uh, for that, for that couple. Exactly. So that's a good, that's, that's a good point. Okay. Everybody, hey, she's going to go to her next one. It's the last one. It's the last <laughs> one. And then, uh, for those that have, uh, that are member driven LLCs, um, you need to hold an initial meeting of your members where there's notes taken because in this meeting, um, you're going to appoint managers and officers and then, um, you want to keep minutes and do uh, however you determine you need the the need for your business meetings with with these you want to have minutes okay all right that that helps to just kind of keep track of what's happening yeah so 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 you guys i'm gonna I'm translate that again for you in other words you're gonna run a legitimate business exactly. in other words you have a meeting you're gonna call a meeting there's gonna this robert's rules of order mm-hmm. um and do this someone's gonna go boom there's gonna be a gavel and they're gonna 
Just kidding, you don't have to have a gavel. But anyway, you're going to have a, a meeting, you have minutes, and the minutes are what happened in the meeting. What happened in the so meeting. So now if you have a regular corporation, that means an S or a C, you have to do the same same, same. thing, same LLC. So then typically there's a president, a vice president, and then there's a secretary and sometimes a treasurer, okay? So uh, many of you served on boards, or and then also if you haven't, that's one way of also learning a lot of this is actually serving on a board because they go back to the minutes and you approve the minutes from yes. the previous meeting. Yes. And then you go over the finances. That's how you run these organized. And wow, you just walk through that step by step. And again, right. this is for California. Different states have different. Oh yeah, they have different. They have different rules, but uh, if you, regardless of what state you're in, uh, can you run run the meetings? Like right. you know, have a this meeting with people Very come true. into the meeting and everything like that. Is there any other? Is there any other thing you want to add? Any other color to that before before I ask you? Before I get down to the nitty gritty and <laughs> lean in on you and ask these next two questions? <laughs> no. Is everybody, everybody ready? Okay. How much does this cost? So it depends. Gotcha. And, but now she's gonna give us costs. But I just want to let everybody know before she gives these costs. Uh, can you give me the cost and ranges? Because I don't want now everybody. If she says it costs fifty dollars to go down there and register, and today and, and we down here is Tuesday is Tuesday night, and then you come back down on Friday and it's fifty five dollars. Don't call us back saying you said it was fifty. You know what I mean? Like you're doing that. So just we'll give you ranges. <laughs> or better yet, you just tell me the price and I'm gonna add. I'm gonna put inflation on it. Okay, That's go ahead. Let's get it. Go ahead. So um, to file your articles of incorporation. It could be anywhere between 70 and probably 80, 85 dollars. And that is, um, the 70 dollars is to process and get your, um, business established. The additional is for certifications because you want your document stamp that you are certified. Oh yeah, you need that. That's in the little book. It's in the book. And, and you need that, that stamp on your, or that certification on your document when you go to open your bank account. It's required for the state. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all. If you go down to the bank without that stuff, what, what, what did Chris, Chris Rock say to me? If you go down there without that stuff, you just practicing. Yes. That's all you're doing yes. is you just practicing. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Gotcha. And then, so I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading 75 to $100. She said 80, but I don't, we don't Yeah, because it. you don't know. Go I ahead. mean, you could, because you could also want additional certified copies, that sort of thing. Yeah, so, yes. and then the filing of the initial statement of information is, um, $20 roughly. Um, 20 to 50. Go ahead. Because again, you, you might want, um, Certified copies of your documents. And then the other thing I want to say about the statement of information is that um, even though you file it one time, the state requires that you refile that form every two years right. just because they need to know where you are. Okay. Right. Or if any Make sure the business hasn't and, just, um, and just died right. out and stopped. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you also have to file tax documents mm-hmm. too with mm-hmm. that. So, right. so all the other documents I mentioned, there's no fee for those. You just need to have those things on file um, just in case you're ever audited. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Now, everyone, you can you can do all this by yourself. Right. Or if someone comes and has Jackie do it, what's your process of how you do that? Do you kind of find out what they're? I find out for? what the need is, um, and it, the range depends. So y'all can call me for that one, okay? Yeah. But um, typically, what I look at because I do have some people who come with their documents done. They just want me to review them and say, no. you know, did I do it right? So that's just a basic consultation. Um, that have other people who have things partially done or don't know even how to do it. And then I have those who don't want to prepare the paperwork at all. So right. it just depends. Gotcha. Depends right. on where they are in the process. All right. Okay, everybody. I just want to just give a plug to uh, – I just want to give a plug to Jackie and then do that. The reason I just call her is because 
I, I personally think your fees are too low um, in doing it, is that she just wants to help you. And she's similar to like when people come to us for financial planning and everything. They say, how much is it? I said, oh, I don't know your financial situation. Right, right. I can't tell you that. If you like, if you have everything together, then you, have, you do that. It's the same thing when if someone has their taxes prepared or anything like that. Yeah, you have to kind of look at it. So if you want, if you have absolutely nothing done and you need her to do everything, then it's a little bit more. If you have half it done and then do it. But then also, um, Jackie, is it okay if the person can kind of find out what their budget is and then you can kind of talk to her about it? That's why she's saying that you should reach out and, and um, talk to her regarding that. So, hey, we are running very close to out of time. But I want to uh, just make sure. Was there anything else that people should kind of know a little bit about if they're, if they're starting a business and they have their entities, whether it is a C-Corp, uh, S Corp. I should have said S Corp first. C Corp, and then now I'm saying L. I said LLC because that's all the questions all. I get now. Right. Nobody asks me about the other one. People like this. Hey, show up at an LLC. Then, then they, they they say that I'm just like before they buy the property now almost. I'm like, <laughs> hey, maybe you should talk a little bit about escrow mm-hmm. first. Um, you know, or, or in doing it. Is there anything else though that that people should really be um very cognizant or anything other information would be helpful to people? I mean, I would really just say know your why, why you want to do it um, and what your vision is for your business, because that's going to help whoever, you know, you go to for this, be it me or anyone else, know how to help you best be successful in establishing your formation. Gotcha. Hey, on the chat, can you guys just give Jackie a hand and just doing that and then walking through the process? Do you see how she walked me through the process actually a little bit when we were doing it? So it's been very helpful. Thank you. And really what she said up front is very important is finding out what the vision is for your company. Because if you open up an LLC and, and doing that or you open up an S Corp or a C Corp, it really depends on what the vision is of what you're doing. And as you do that, I think that will be a blessing for people. So, again, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Also going to ask you to please share this with others. And thank you for joining us at Set for Life, where we live by design, not by default. Hey, family, I pray you enjoyed that episode. Hey, for more information about Jackie, there'll be information that'll be in the chat where you can reach out to her. Also, there's more information about all of our shows on our playlist. So please stay tuned. I look forward to seeing you on our next episode.